welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kepler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. And you guys, it's the week we've all been waiting for. Drive to Survive season four has dropped. It's back. We have watched. Are you all finished, Danielle? Did you? No, I have like no. two or three left. Same, same, same. So we had these grandiose plans last week. We were going to get together. We were going to watch. We were going to binge. You know, and as life does, it, do that. you know, throws your curveball and says, ah, you dumb girls, you think you're going to be able to make this work? <laughs> Just not. <laughs> so we're like, no, I, he I, said, you dumb bitches. You were too busy bitches. for that. <laughs> I, I don't know why all of a sudden I just edited myself. I never say. I know. I, I don't know what happened. I'm like, no, they were, the universe was like, you dumb bitches think that you have time for things <laughs> and you do not. You have you time for not. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to, you know, get them in as we saw fit and then take notes apart. And now we're back together so we can talk about it with our pit crew friends. So this is what today's episode is going to be. (laughs) I did jump into it quicker than Shannon though, because I had to go, I had to come into the office and do some stuff for work. And I was the, I, we usually work from home on Fridays. So I was the only one here and I queued it up and just let the drive to survive (laughs) goose pimples just wash over me. It was so happy. Exactly. And that, you know, I, didn't get to press play until much later in the day. And I was so irritated because all I wanted to do was sit on the damn couch and press play on this show. And I couldn't do it until like 5.30. And I was like, "Ah!" and I had to stay off social because I didn't want people like, oh yeah, you can't. Timing in. And we had awesome pit crew who were like, we're watching. And I'm like, you know, plugging my ears. I don't want to see anything. I don't want to hear anything. I just want to watch it. You know, I know I felt bad. I feel like I texted you one thing and then I was like, I take it back. I take it back. Yeah. I even had to stay up our own social because you were given some some thoughts. And I was like, damn it, Danielle, I'm not ready for this. Like, I need to just watch it on my own. I did have some thoughts. So that's what we're going to do. This is going to be a little quick episode recap for you guys. And then we are going to pop in later this week with a um, full breakdown of Bahrain. Bahrain. And the new, and because we got Drive to Survive, we got the new season. Uh, shameless plug, my birthday's on Thursday. The March Madness starts on Thursday. It's all happening. It's all and happening. I thought I was doing a very sweet gesture this morning because we saw the no. F1 Vanity Fair crossover and no. my little heart just exploded. I was like, oh my God, what is this? What are these nope. pics of these drivers? And then I just sent Danielle like a sweet picture of Daniel Ricardo looking so nope. fun and festive. And Daniel Ricardo looked like a, he looks like a extra in La Caja Fall. He looks like he's in the birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> he he looks like he that- should work at the restaurant in the birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're not wrong. Okay, you're certainly not wrong. But I also have to give you what Daniel Ricardo said of himself in said outfit. And, you know, also he's not wrong. He said, you can find me tonight taming wild animals in a parking lot circus. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. He looks like he also should be the mater D at like the birdcage. <laughs> well, I, mean, I thought it would be a fun little, you know, it's your birthday week. What no, a better so way well. to say happy birthday than with a happy picture of Jen Ricardo. And nope, 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 nope. If nope, you want to know what Danielle said, life. go visit our stories because I posted her response 
in our stories. <laughs> I said, I do not like this. I do not accept this. <laughs> I do not accept this gift. Please return to sender. <laughs> I want it. No, thank you. No, thanks. No, thanks. But you know what she does want to do for her birthday? Talk about Formula One. So we're going to give the girl what she wants and we're going to go I through do, I do, I do. Drive to Survive season four, episode one. Danielle, take us away. What do we got? Okay. I think that we should start off by saying one of my uh, friends and fellow Formula One friends and push, push pit crew member, Kristen was like, sent me this meme that was like, drive to survive is not for the hardcore fan. It's for the, like getting you excited and like getting involved because they do skip around a lot and they, you know, have you, you've gotten far into the season, you know, that they just gloss over a bunch of races and you're like, Hey, let's go. Let me go back. (laughs) Go back. But Anyways, but I, we did talk about last time how this season starts, like right before we started our Formula One journey, which is kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, we just jump right back in. And I'm obviously it's kind of what we called, like they were going to bookend the seasons with like Mercedes, Red Bull, Mercedes, Red Bull, and then like just go turn the middle. Because honestly, isn't that all <laughs> we really want? <laughs> um, I feel like that being a great season, but yeah. I, we kind of saw how they're going to tell the story without Max. You know, we got, it's just a lot of Christian Horner and then radios <laughs> and interviews. It's, yeah. So episode one is called Clash of the Titans, where they are really just kind of gearing up for what the season was this year, which was, there were two fights. There was the Mercedes and Red Bull fight. And then there's the McLaren Ferrari fight for mm-hmm. third and fourth place. And they do a beautiful job of of painting this picture of how they want us to to see the story. But I I, I think it's weird to be able to to have you know, know the ending. Well, yeah, we know the ending, but it's also weird to see like I'm like, oh, how are they going to paint the Max picture? Because it's you know he's Clash of the Titans. I mean, the the way they set it up is more of like Mercedes versus Red Bull, not driver versus driver per se. Yet in episode yeah. one, so I was like, okay, you know, I, I'm here for it. I thought they I mean, did a good really job. More Christian versus Toto. <laughs> this is who the actual Titans are. The Titans are Christian and Toto because we really just like went hard on both of them. Exactly. And <laughs> when they okay, open well, up the series, and the first thing you see is Christian Horner running in his hoodie with his hoodie over his head. Oh, like, I know. It was so rocky. Like, get out I'm, of here. You're Christian trying Horner. to be a gangster like rocky but you're in berkshire england like come on (laughs) okay but i'm my only what the fuck (laughs) christian is such a dick and such an asshole in this whole episode but his only redeeming quality i think is that he's married to my one true love ginger spice and when they are riding the horses and she cackles in her signature ginger spice laugh my whole self was transported to 1997 and I just heard her laughing and I was like, like, it just made me so happy. That was like more Dracula than Jerry, but you know what I meant. And it filled me with joy. I heard it again. Cause I've watched the episode again with my husband last night and, and it, the same thing happened. Like when she cackled, I wish I could just bottle, I could, I guess, bottle that sound up and just keep it with me because it did, it was an endorphin rush. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she definitely, she actually, I'm glad she seems to be making. She was all in white too. Always. I just in need horse, to know, Just riding a horse on in a white. Like horse, what? And you live on a farm and all you wear is white. I, I don't understand. It's a power like, move. 
do they just go through so much bleach or does she just say like, oh, that's got a little stain she on it. Away. It's going to go. Away. Everything is like her casual wear is white. No, she's committed to all white all the oh. time. And I kind of love it. I, I mean, I don't, listen, I don't hate it for her. I'm just not that responsible to wear that much white all the time. It's just, you know, it never works out for me ever. So I love an all white look. I just, you know, it's I, not, it's not your journey. Not my lifestyle. I can't do it. I can't do it. You know whose lifestyle I'm trying to get on board with, though, is Zaddy Toto, Toto. Wolf Ooh. on that airplane. Ooh, that picture when they had this, it was like the the sun was hitting his eyes. And he basically, <laughs> they ask him the question about like what he thinks about Christian Horner basically talking so much shit. And he's like, I don't have time for that. And I'd be like, I wouldn't have time for that either. If I was just floating around on that, looking like a million bucks in that fancy ass jet, like, yes, Toto, that's the life right there. But that was rude when he's like, Toto's just, he's just a numbers guy. And I was like, Ooh, shots fired. Christian Horner shots. fired. In the true like drive to survive way, they cut to Toto on a fucking private plane. And I was like, Yes, but you know Toto does have a finance background. Like that's that's how he got. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. He's like business. Yeah, he is all business. But I mean, that was just such a like a dick move to be like, well, um, he's just like here for the. Uh, I, but Christian, then they just cut. They just gave us that juxtaposition, and I was like, yeah. honestly, I'm trying to get on that plane right next to that daddy right. right there. I mean, he is with premium. Susie and that cute little boy. They have that cute fam. Jack I'm Wolf. just trying to hang with them. I one Jack Wolf is my new favorite character that we have been introduced to. The season, although I don't think we meet so him cute. in season. No, not till Silverstone. Not till Silverstone. Okay, so that's season or that's well, like, three. Yeah, like later he go when they go to Silverstone and he's talking yeah. about them going to Silverstone. That's yeah. too far ahead, but oh, yeah. you're Let's in not for get a there. treat so, if you haven't watched it yet. It's so good. He's so cute. But really, the I think the highlight or the the way that they're really ramping up episode one is they are just building Christian Horner to be the world's biggest dick. That I don't yeah, even know what is. else. But that, he like, likes that. He can't get enough of being little dick energy in a big dick show like that's okay all speaking Christian of that <laughs> okay remember in high i mean i think high schoolers still do this like pete uh kim's boyfriend what's his last name i'm forgetting anyways he always does it too like people who put their middle finger up in pictures i just think it's like the most juvenile dumb thing and yes. i actually was my high school reunion is coming up and someone posted a bunch of pictures and the amount of people just putting their middle finger up. And I'm like, can we just, why, why do we do that? <laughs> and when Christian Horner, like it just made me so cringe and Christian Horner, when he was taking his photos and did like the middle fingers, I'm like, Oh my God, Christian, are you 14? Like enough, uh, enough. Yeah. Taylor yeah. Armstrong enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is enough. It's too much. But I did love when they were taking pictures of them doing all their like glamour shots because nothing yes. brought me more joy than Gunter taking his, his pics. <laughs> hit the pose Gunter. Like just, he was just, just like, hit, hit. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh. Pose, photo shoot, photo shoot. I loved it. I loved it more. That's what I watched Grab to survive for, for just Gunter, all Gunter, all Gunter, everything. All Gunter all the time. I can't wait so we can fast forward and talk about the Gunter episode because that yes. one I will I will rewatch that one on my own like seventeen more times because it's just, just keep it yeah so it's so good just keep but it in your pocket in the reel of the uh, when they're doing their headshots and then you get Toto who's balancing on a tire on his knees which I'm like okay Toto that's hard <laughs> that's a that's hard but B <laughs> we get. Otmar, who's like, can we get you to do like a 007? And he's like, and he's like, no, no I'm too fat for that. 
<laughs> and my respect, like, he's like, I'm not trying to, um, he's like, I'm already like, a little bit thing. of a schmo. Like, don't make me look like an asshole yeah. schmo. Just like, let me be a regular, just a dude that wears khakis. Like, just yeah, let me and be. I don't know. I don't know who the guy was who was like, that's not the guy. Like, that's, that's no. not the guy. He's not going to do that. And I was like, oh God, <laughs> like, I felt so uncomfortable watching him. And I was like, ah. <laughs> no, but it's, yeah, he doesn't want to do that. Like, stop. He doesn't He's know. like, no, I'm somebody's dad. Just let me just, just stop. let me wear my khakis and a polo. And get me out of here. I gotta yeah. get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I got Lance Stroll has wheels up in 10 minutes. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. Um okay, so they set up we set up Mercedes and Red Bull pretty yes. strong. We pretty get strong. introduced to Sergio coming to the coming to the Red Bull squad. Mm-hmm. But we also talk about we get a little, they, I'm not going to lie. They threw a little shade to Danny Rick and uh, this whole McLaren Ferrari thing. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they don't think I didn't notice. I have like a little tick mark count, like, count of like, shade thrown at Danny this season while we're high. <laughs> like, and then oh, we haven't gotten I, episode two yet, but I was like, Truly, the season started off on such a high for me because when they said we're we're turning the tables on Danny Rick, I said, yes, we are box to box films. Come on. Come yeah. on over. They definitely <laughs> were like, oh, OK, so we heard what, you know, the whole population has to say about it and we need to tone it down on Danny Rick so that we don't lose viewership. Understood. Understood. Yeah. And maybe we should understand that Danny Rick's maybe not as great as we all, not me, but maybe the proverbial we wish he would be. Okay. 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 Hold on. <laughs> Hold on there. We're not on episode two yet. To be totally honest, it really pause like, there. washed over me. We'll come back to, we'll circle back when we get to episode two, but we still have things to talk about with episode one. Okay. 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 Um, okay. A couple of new people that I was really excited to yes, see. New friends. New friends. Jenny. Don't know how to say her last name. G-O-W. It could go two, two ways. Gal, go. I don't know. How the do you say that? reporter? Yeah. She's been in it before. She did. She wasn't. She did not have this much camera time last time. Not as much air time, but no. she's in it before. She was great. I really enjoyed she her. She a different look. Yeah, she just had a different look. Um, but we saw. She's been on it before. Quite a bit. So much of, Will Buxton. Oh, that was my other character. He's yeah. not new, but boy, you guys, this is so petty of me to say, but I have to, I have to tell you, there are a couple shots that he's got an eyebrow zit that drives me batshit crazy. She texted crazy. me about this. <laughs> and I'm like, all I can see when he talks right now is his eyebrow zit. And at some point it's not there anymore. So you know that like somebody popped it. Somebody was like, Hey, Will, can you take care of that real quick? Cause it's really <laughs> in the frame a lot. And I was like, Oh my God, somebody, please, somebody just come and like get that thing. I couldn't take it. I was like, oh, we're so hard. Does anybody else? I know you can't. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of people nod. I know this is a podcast, but like, I know, I know my people. I know that people out there were like, yeah, Shannon, we saw it and we couldn't get it. Oh, yeah. It was too much. Yeah. Um, But also, I need to go back to Toto for a minute. Him ordering breakfast in the paddock. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. I also need him to say pumpernickel at least seven more times before the show ends. <laughs> I was like, this is so good. Say it again. Say it again. He had this like long drawn out order. And then his wife, Susie was like, um, I'll just take a couple eggs and a glass of cold milk. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't also Toto order like four beverages in that too. Uh, like, I mean, it was like... It's a lot like Toto. 
is stressing out every waitress in the paddock this year. <laughs> like, please, I don't, oh my gosh, so much. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do mess it up. Please don't make me mess it up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love it. Um, but another character, if you can call him that, who I was very unhappy with. Um, oh. Yeah. Not oh. someone who is very on the happy. grid, but someone very involved in motorsport. Um, I'm going to do my best with this name. It's Sheikh Abdullah bin Al-Khalafi, oh, the president yeah, yeah. of when the said- Bahrain Motor Federation, to Christian Hoder, and I quote, yes. get their ass today, please. In quote. Oh, I know. I, I saw Excuse that. Excuse me, what? Okay. I'm, yeah. A, I'm glad we got that on camera because fuck off. But what? Are you supposed to be neutral yeah. if you're like the president of the Motorsport Federation? Uh, I mean, maybe he didn't know he was Mike, but I did. That was a big moment. Like that was just another, just like, we're going to keep building this one. Oh yeah. Tensions were high. At Bahrain. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. And I loved it at Bahrain when they showed the actual race. <laughs> and he had to let Lewis pass. And he was so, Max was so, so fucking pissed. Well, listen, but Max, are rules. when you don't follow the rules, you're going to, you know, you got to pay the consequence for it. So, it, okay. I did want to ask were you a fan of how they showed the race? Like, no. The race being in this episode? No. But I don't think in general, I like the way they show racing. I th- Sometimes it was, I do. Cause it's but hard. I guess like, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, I think it's just like, I don't know because their storylines are so focused. So I don't think you, I mean, and you're obviously not supposed to get a full picture of what the whole race is like, because there's so many storylines in a race and they're working on one storyline per episode. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I didn't mind it, but I don't like in general love the way they cover actual races. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I think watching it now as a race fan, as opposed to before we got into racing, it, it does feel a little bit different because you can kind of look now and you're like, wait a minute, are they showing the same race? That's the same race. Like you kind of know how it's going to work. And then not until you get to like the next storyline that they're trying to tell. And you're like, oh, okay, that's why you showed it that way. Like I get it. But I kind of, yeah. there are parts too where you can tell it's a dubbed in commentator during the race. And I was like, mm, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I love that. Do you think it's a much. dubbed in or is it just like from somewhere else? No, I feel like this is a, a drive to survive commentator, like producer or somebody just being like, we're going to be like a, an announcer during the race, but it's not actual. I don't think that it's race footage. I mean, it, yes, it's footage, but I don't think it's actual like, commentary from like sky sports or someplace like that like i do because no. it fits way too much of the narrative of the story that they're trying to tell that i'm like yeah that's dubbed it that's that didn't happen during oh this. okay so okay that was i mean there's some of it i'm like i don't mind but some of it i'm like i roll i'm like oh no no thanks i'll pass yeah well i mean i know what you're eye rolling about <laughs> anytime they talk about red bull <laughs> no not even that just like there's even just comments um I, I actually didn't write any of them down. I just remember. No, I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, there's one in Silverstone. Did, we'll get to that when we get there. That they say that I'm. Like, I did love at the end when they had to show Christian Horner being like, oh, I have to wait for him now. Like <laughs> and then I mean, was Christian like, Horner is just, just so like he needs to let it go a little bit. You know, as somebody who is a. Yeah, I feel like a full professional on holding a grudge. Like, you know, the Sicilian in my heart loves a grudge, but 
he really may need to talk to somebody because I think that some of his is a little too aggressive and maybe act like you're not so put out all the time. Like maybe, maybe act like the winner. And so then like the energy comes to you. Like, I feel like he's got such a complex and I'd be like, just be good and don't worry about it. Like, just don't pay attention to it. He's so eaten up with it that it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it makes him look so weak instead of being like, we have a really good team. Like, we're going to come out. We're going to show out. Like, I'm not, I'm not really worried about them. Like, cause we're going to do what we do. But then in like every interaction, he's just like, has such a complex and I want to be like, let yeah. it go. Or at least pretend like, Agreed. like, you know, fake it until you can actually show that you can act like a grown up and just be like the, like, just bring the right energy. He's just bringing like some weak ass baby energy. Well, and I'm gonna be like, stop crying and just fucking win races. Exactly. I mean, the amount your team of, is good. Like just yeah, own your shit. Just accept that. Like, I know maybe this is a, a different, you know, level that you've been on since, you know, this year than you were in the past, but like, welcome to the club, man. Like this is, you got to have a little bit more, you know, polish and class. Yeah, it's like, like a little swagger. Just, like, yeah. Like take, you know, take a lesson from Toto. Like he does it great. <laughs> he doesn't really give a shit well, about you. Yeah, Jefferson. but even just the other teams, like even the teams that yeah. are farther down on the grid, like Mercedes and McLaren, like they're not bitching about everybody the whole time. They're just like, this is our competition. Like this is our goal to beat them. Like this is what we're going to do. You don't see like all these videos of the four of them, you know, like of yeah, of the principals there, like standing around each other bitching. Even if they don't like each other, they're like, professional have a little yeah. bit of yeah or just, just like act class. like it doesn't bother you at least so that you don't look like a so fucking silly I just feel like he looks so silly he does he does yeah it's the same with the like middle fingers in the picture like you just bringing like 15 year old boy energy to this and I'm just like you need to grow up a little bit absolutely you and said for it, real, like of course everyone like talks shit but like just do like the way he does it it's so like petty yeah. Not in like the petty I like, not right. in like the intelligent petty, but just in like the stupid petty. Like yeah. I want some sly, like, you know, let's wordsmith yeah. it a little. Have some class. I don't see much in him at all. I just don't. Yeah. I don't. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being rivals, but just like do it yeah. in a way that it doesn't feel so like, I don't know, juvenile. Cheap. It's just cheap. It yeah. just sounds like a cheap shot, like all the time. That's like, come on, don't do that. And I want to be like, you have a badass driver. Why don't you just like flex like you do instead of acting like you're always so put out? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so to said. I agree. I agree. I agree. Jerry needs to just really like put down the smack down on him. I feel like she does. And we kind of talked about this in a text, but I, I don't know if I like, I just wasn't a fan of how he talked to her um, in some of these episodes. Yeah. It just seems like he just kind of talks down to her and it's not like she's an equal and it's, you know, like she's very much, you know, supportive and like, I'm here for you. And, you know, like she, she definitely has a supportive wife role, but he just seems so like put off by her sometimes. And I'm like, this is gross. But that's him with everyone. I, I know, like. but that's like, I'm like, ill. And like, so now that we get to see more Susie Wolf this episode, I look at that relationship with Toto and I'm like, they look like they are equals in a very, you know, compatible relationship here like they are very a he's like here hun watch this video we're going to talk strategy i mean she knows what she's talking about so like she's got that yeah, to yeah, the yeah. table she works in so, the field you know yeah. she knows what she's what she's seeing what she's hearing but she also understands her husband and like he talks to her in a way that is respectful and 
you know, I, just again, it's just looking at the, the two men and I'm like, yeah, I'm always going to go team Toto and what he has to put out there. Even just given, you know, how they talk to their wives. Well, like, we always yeah. know you're going to always be team Toto. I mean, it would have to be a rare <laughs> circumstance where I don't see, you know, the, the man that Toto is because I just, you know, I'm drawn to integrity. You love what him can so I much. say? I do. I can't wait till we can do the Ferrari episode so I can really just like wax poetic, but that's too far ahead. But episode one was like a, <laughs> it was, it brought the heat. It brought the action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, like yes. it was, it, it made me hype for this so like good. new season of racing too. So, so good. I love it. I can't I wait. It. I know. I can't wait. Okay. So episode one, anything else you really think that we need to, you know, any, any outlier moments that you'd like to address or bring up to the, bring up to the class. Other than setting the tone of uh, Christian Horner being on the biggest one he's ever had um, and being huge dick. Um, and then Toto being like, very much the fight is on throwing down the gauntlet and oh, yeah. being like, let's roll doggy. And I'm like, okay. That's how we're going to go within the season. That's I know that we talked about how, how Max is not in this season and Lewis obviously is, but he's not in it very much. He's not. And I appreciate this because I think what we really needed to see in formula one are different faces. I think we needed to hear more stories about the other. This I is really Shannon's did. justification <laughs> for less Lewis. She's like, we just need to learn more people. <laughs> She's like, I already know enough about Lewis. I know so much about (laughs) Lewis, but I also think we needed, I mean, listen, more Lewis means less Charlos and Danielle. Come on. What do you want? Yeah. Well, that's, that's a crying shame. So we can't have that, but I do like that. We're getting some Rocco. So we're getting some solid Rocco footage. So yeah, I don't know if there's any in the first episode, but I feel like there is, but he takes that pup everywhere. And I love that. Roscoe. Cute. Roscoe. Sorry, Rocco. I said it wrong. Sorry, Roscoe. Okay. Sorry, my bad. My bad. My bad. That's okay. He's so cute. I love him so much. He also has his own Instagram. And if you don't follow him, it's Roscoe Loves Coco. And he's super. Who's cute. Coco? Coco was another, was the, the girl dog to Roscoe. Um, uh, I think it was his sister. She passed. And she passed. Yeah. Mm. But, but we all miss Coco so, so much. Okay. Still love Roscoe. We still got Roscoe. We still got Roscoe. Got yeah. He's cute. And he's just little, his little butt just shaking all over the paddock. I love it. He's just like this little moseying through. He's so cute. He's so cute. He's a big boy. He didn't get to travel everywhere, but when he does, he gets to go to the good places. I'm like, okay, Roscoe, I'll see you traveling. Pup. He lives. Weird question. But do dogs have to have um, passports? No, but I think they have to have like papers. They have to have papers. So like that's the equivalent to like a yeah. passport is like your papers. Yeah. I think they have to have some sort of like documentation. Do- a lot of documentation with like vaccines. I think in some countries, like yeah. yeah, I think in some countries they'll hold your pet like in a quarantine for a while. So a lot of people don't like take them places because they will, they Correct. have to be like held somewhere. And people are like, oh hell no, you're not holding my dog don't for my two dog. weeks or whatever. So, I'm not even there for two. But weeks. I mean, I think that I think it's probably different if you're just flying private and you're just like I'm coming in with my dog. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know though. I have no idea. I don't know how it works. If I've not traveled when... internationally with my pets. Yeah. <laughs> When we get Lewis on the show, we'll ask him. That'll be my first question. All I questions about three tax brackets and I am <laughs> taking my dog with me on international trips. I'll let everybody know. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that could be, that will be never. So, okay. So episode two, 
Episode two. This literally was is everything we wanted because it's all about McLaren and Ferrari. And we're starting off with Carlos moving from McLaren. He's over at Ferrari. The and boy band got a, broken up, him and Lando. <laughs> yeah. He makes a great point that red is it's a, a hard color, to, color wear. to wear. Not everybody can do it. And he doesn't say, look he doesn't at me, say. I'm pulling it off. But like in a very Carlos way, he's like, but look how good I'm pulling it off. But he's like, he's <laughs> like, I'm not going to say red's my color, but red's my color. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And you can tell that Lando kind of misses his, his BFF. He's like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm, because his current gone. driver partner in my sweet Daniel Ricardo is not exactly Lando's cup of tea, like at all mm-hmm. whatsoever. In fact, I didn't know any of this drama went down between the two of them. I guess I was really late in the game on this. Um, I just picked up where I thought they had always Instagram. been, yeah. <laughs> which was they're really funny. They got a good banter. They, you know, they're hanging out. Clearly not the case. And, you no. know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I got my eye on Lando and not in a good oh, way. No, Mm-mm, no. I'm on he, team Lando on this one. Not surprised <laughs> at all. Where like I don't know really when we're gonna merge in Formula One. <laughs> I don't know. Right now we're on happen. two separate tracks. <laughs> we are right. Singapore and fucking Austin. Like that's <laughs> that's it. Uh okay. So at the beginning of the episode, they're like doing the whole Daniel Ricardo bit, and he's like should we just call it Daniel to survive? (laughs) No, we shouldn't. We shouldn't call it Daniel to survive. We shouldn't. Nobody wants it to be called that. That's not true. I do. (laughs) I want it to be called Daniel to survive. He was like really riding his high off of the first three seasons. He's like, should we call it Daniel to survive? No, we shouldn't. Nobody wants that. It's done. No, no, thank you. And then they just go in and they're, they basically answer it for all of us because they say no. And then they just ride them out. <laughs> and then they're like, we got to move on. <laughs> they just are like, Daniel's going to be this great. And he talks about, he's like, I'm, I'm predicting multiple podiums. I'm like, I bet you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Cause we had some good ones with Mr. Ricardo, but you know, we don't want to ruin the season episode two so soon for you, Daniel. What else do you want to talk some about? Some good ones or a good one. A good one. <laughs> Uh, let me ask this. Did either of your boys win a race this year or did they just podium? Okay. Just asking for a friend. They just podiumed, but who came in third? Who came in third? third. You know who I care about? Well, that's what they care. They care about that. They care about who finished third in the constructor's cup. That's what this whole episode's about. Shannon, who's going to come in third in the constructor's (laughs) cup. And we know who came in third. (laughs) Correct. We were currently talking about podiums and finishes and race finishes not constructors cup finishes we'll get there well i can tell you who finished on podium more and that was carlos but did either of your boys win a race i know they didn't shannon so daniel ricardo won a race but as somebody who everyone said is supposed to be like this world champion he should be shouldn't he but he's like the highest paid person on that team he's a veteran driver shouldn't he anymore he's not not any he's not anymore (laughs) he's not paid that much anymore (laughs) But you know what? We're, I'm gonna get to my Daniel Ricardo in a minute. But let's let's keep going with you. Okay. Because I got notes. Oh, we were on that. Episode. Oh no, no 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 no! I know. But if we want to set some things up, because what I'm gonna say about Daniel needs, I need all of your things out before I say what I'm gonna say. 
Oh, you do. Okay. I really just, all I want to say is that I appreciate that the drive to survive producers have got, are going to give us a much more balanced look at Daniel Ricardo this season. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lando coming in like just fucking ready to fire at, which I love it at Daniel. And when he's like, I mean, why does everyone think he's such a good driver? And I was like, Damn. He's like, what is that? <laughs> when he passed him and waved, oh, oh. Um, he lapped him mm. and waved. You know, we talk about sometimes, like, I just want to thump people, just like flick them in the forehead. Like, that's one of those Lando like moments where I was like, fuck you, Lando. I just want to flick him in the You would have thought it was so funny if it had been Daniel Ricardo. You would have thought it was so endearing. Actually, no, I, I would have been like, his oh, personality. I would have been like, well, that's pretty, that's a, that's a pretty big dick move. Like I can call a dick when, a, when I see a dick, I can point them out very quickly. And oh, I bet you me, can. <laughs> Ricardo has, you know, he's that's plenty what she of said. dick moments. <laughs> uh, please just cut the audio of this and turn it into a giant. <laughs> that's what she said moment. I I I give you so many opportunities, Danielle. I I do, and you just knock them out of the (laughs) lobbing softballs all day over here. (laughs) You teed that one up really nicely for me. Um, I thought I just think that if it had been Daniel Ricardo, you would have been like, he's just showing his personality. He's just fun loving. No, I would have been like, wow, he's really being a dick in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we get to to see a little bit. Waving your teammate when you let them. Is a dick move. Like it is. A dick it could have been no, it Lewis laughing about us, and I'd have been like, "That's a fucking dick move." No, it was a dick move. It was a hundred percent. I agree. But he's just once, you know, Daniel to know that he's just not like you know the little brother in this situation. That he he's a big boy. He gonna play. Uh, he, I'm not sure a big boy is what I call him. He's more of like a, a spoiled little brat. There was a, many times during this episode, I was like, wow, Lando, your brat is showing. Put that away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But okay. So when Lando gets his contract extension, can we, can we go ahead and agree that the moment when Carlos and, and Car- <laughs> when Carlos and Charles text him is so far the highlight of the series so far 100% the highlight of <laughs> season four not sure it gets any better than that no honest. when they're just like what should we text him like I feel like they were just two <laughs> girlfriends like texting like the cute boy in class and he's like I'm gonna say congrats first. well that's that's like, because Carl, Charles was just like ask him how much and how long how much? And, and Carlos <laughs> is like I'm gonna say congratulations first and <laughs> I was like yes you should soften the blow with that one Carlos just be like just, hey I'm pal how you doing before you just go in for like hey we're super curious over here at Ferrari <laughs> how long is your contract extension for I'm just here for them having girl talk and wanting to know how much people's <laughs> contracts are for they're like oh my god did you hear about Lando and they're like let's text him let's text, let's text him. him right now you have his number you have his number right Carlos you text him you text him you're better friends with him <laughs> I mean, it was giving me so much sleepover vibes and I loved it. It was the best. <laughs> They're just also them cruising Monaco in Ugh. a convertible Ferrari. And like Carlos just been like, you grew up here. And Charles is like, yeah, that's where my first school was right over there. You see that playground? Oh my that's gosh. Went to school. And we got a great moment where Charles said that he was Monagasque and I loved it. Every time. 
was, I mean, I've seen that episode like three times so far. And every time I was like, Danielle is living for this moment. Every time he says, I love when he's Monegasque. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I love so him cute. driving around there. I love it. I love it all. Their, their friendship is this. It, they're like new best friends. Like they're just yes. so excited to be like, and I think this is probably going to turn, you know, because I, I mean, I still think that they're like, get along pretty well, but you know, there's obviously going to be some inviting, but I really love it. I just love yeah. him so much. Did you happen to see um, Charles post the uh, Carlos and Isa singing karaoke? No. Have you seen this? Oh, it, okay. It's on. Why I think it's you on. Sent it to me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought you were the one who sent it to me, but maybe not. No. I know it's posted on Wags F1, but I think Charles is the one that posted it. So it might still be up on his stories, but it is. They're singing Despacito. <laughs> and it's That's Isa and Carlos doing karaoke and, and they're like, probably so the most adorable thing ever oh, it's, it's great so isn't cute. it don't you want to hang out with all of them like uh, yes that's the crew that is the crew that's the crew you're trying to go on the boat with that crew those four are probably so much fun yes yes it is so great so sorry. um also but you could feel like that there was so much sadness because lando lost his bestie and he like they kind of like yeah. high five and you're like i miss miss you. It's like, it's like you went to a new school. Exactly. And you lost your new buddy, but here's the thing. Like Carlos is going to be able to make friends a lot faster than I think any other person on the grid. And like Carlos just has that like friendly puppy energy where he's not a threat Mm -hmm. until he's a threat. And even when he's a threat, he's going to say something that's just super charismatic, but in a very honest way. And you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. fucking love Carlos. So like, that's like, it's, I, I think if you have a problem with Carlos signs that speaks higher about you than it does. About yeah. It Carlos. says, it says yeah, more about yeah, you. For yeah. sure. Like yeah. maybe you should look in the mirror and ask yourself why. Yeah. Agreed. So for real, for real. And if you should try and fend, fend, mend that relationship so that you can get the invite to Mallorca. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope we get a Carlos saying Mallorca moment on this season. <sighs> And I really hope his cousin comes because I need. Oh, we haven't seen I the need his. I know we haven't seen his cousin. Or and Papa Sides. Is... No, we haven't no, seen either of them. No, no sighting yet. But it's, it's still early. We're still we on. Have like... seen... We have Whoa. seen Charlotte. We have seen Charlotte, and we did see Isa okay. too. Both yes. in uh, both in the garage. Yeah, but that's that doesn't come in this episode. This comes later. Um, oh, does it? Does yeah, Issa... I think oh, I they saw Charlotte. Um, I've I seen her twice. I know that. Yeah, but, maybe but I don't think it's season. Episode. I don't think it's episode two. I think it comes in season three or God, why seasons episode. Sorry. Um, what was another moment that uh, I did think like the the Carlos interview moments. I felt like he was a little more reserved. Like I don't think we've seen him hit his stride yet in his interviewing. Um, because it, I, I don't know his his personality didn't translate this episode the way that we know his personality did you feel that way uh I guess maybe yeah maybe he was just trying to I don't know I didn't really think about it but maybe he's just trying to be a little bit more like since that episode two the interviews are really like they are so pertinent to like the McLaren Ferrari thing and his moving and maybe he's just trying to be more judicious about how he's like responding to those questions because it's con you know being respectful of his old team and there haven't been as many like more off the cuff. Those conversations weren't more of the like fun. Yeah. Like, he definitely ones. was just more 
excuse me, he just uh, was more reserved in in his interviews. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I'm going to need him to loosen up a little. Give me the Carlos that we like just love so much. I feel like he was just trying to be more respectful of like the team Which, he left. Yeah, could very well be. Could could very maybe well be. Those early episodes. I don't know. I'm just but I'll tell you who's not being very respectful. And that's Lando Norris. I knew you were going to say that. Because there's, an ep- there's a scene where Daniel is signing an autograph for a fan. And this fan is like, oh, you say one of my favorite quotes ever. Oh, yeah. He's like, let's fuck shit up. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just having that like Daniel moment. And he's just like, you know, vibing with this, this, uh, this fan. And then they cut to a scene where Lando gets in the car with his buddy and they're making fun. They're like, Oh yeah, this fuck shit up. <laughs> and they're like rolling their eyes and they're like, that's so fucking stupid. And I was like, damn. I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. He did it with his friend in the car. He didn't make fun of him to his face. It doesn't fuck, you know, he doesn't matter because he does fucking make fun of him to his face when we get this little snide ass comment about Daniel having a hard time getting used to the McLaren starts a new season with a new team with a new car. Danny didn't see this coming. He was like, I feel like I have to learn new techniques all over again. I didn't know it was going to be this difficult. And, you know, he's having a hard time, like a hard start. OK, cool. Lando is quoted being like, I don't have sympathy for him. Why would I? And somebody brings it up to him. He's like, yeah, I still don't have sympathy for him. Why would I? No, so he said what he said. They bring him I into- I like that he owned his shit. I, he I, said, I, I said that. And I'm not going to be a bitch and say I didn't say that. Like, I said it to the reporter and I stand by it. Uh, agreed. Like, you you have your thoughts. You're going to say what you're going to say. Um, just thought, you know, like, wow. All right. You're really showing us that you have a- uh, He's just showing a side oh, of him that, you know, yeah. I don't really enjoy this side of Lando. I don't. It's just- Mm-mm. No, thanks. I don't hate this side of Lando. I do think that he's like a little bit more Im- like immature. I feel like it's the same thing we kind of said about Max Verstappen. Um, yeah. But I, I agree with what he said. Like we're getting paid a lot of money, like learn how to drive the car. You know who didn't have a hard time when he transitioned to the new team? Carlos. He pops into that Ferrari and is like, shoom, shoom. so yeah, yeah. I'm just saying I'm- you get paid a lot of money. Like you have to be able to bear their like, if you want to make the money, you have to be ready to like deal with like the repercussions of your performance. And I feel like they spend the whole episode having everybody say what a great Jan- driver Danny Rick is. And that we thought he would win a world championship and yada, yada, yada. And then like the season, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's not having a great oh. season. And that happens. Yeah. Can we just take a minute and realize that like a lot of athletes at high calibers yeah, yeah. have moments where they're have, not performing at their best? Yeah. Simone Biles? She didn't even compete in half of her events at the Olympics because she was having a hard time. She's like, it's not my time yet. It's it's I it's it's not it. It's not I'm, I get that. Like, I don't know what it's like to put myself into a race car going five or six G's right. and like, you know, and having this incredible amount of pressure. So, like, I'm not saying, you know, we should give him a pass. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, like, this is like everybody's having a hard time. In fact, I'm really glad that Netflix is showing Danny Ricardo yeah. because he is like that, like happy-go-lucky attitude is I mean is we've established he's not the greatest race car driver on the grid I can say that too like I'm a big Danny fan and I know he's not the best guy on the grid but he's still an incredible race car driver like you wouldn't have this spot you wouldn't be sought after you know by these teams if if you weren't but do you think that he's going to address that I think he will in these interviews do you think that down the line he's going to be like look like this is what I've been dealing with. Or like, if he, do you think he's going to address that? Like, 
you know, issue head on? Or do you think he's going to do the same like no, I think song he's gonna... and dance that he's been doing that it's like, no, like, you no. know, I'm just... I think we're seeing it now. I think he is like, this is hard for me and I am having a hard time. Like, you know, we're seeing it in episode two, but then when you, I think it's episode four, maybe is Monza. Like when we get to that episode, like he talks about how hard it is, um, you know, how hard it's been to transition and he didn't see this coming kind of thing. But in this episode, (laughs) there is a moment where his trainer is like, you know, Danny had a bad race. And he's like, I don't want to do media. Like what's the fine for us not doing media. And they're like, you don't want to pay that. Like you just got to get out there and say what you need to say. And he's like, "Ugh." and the trainer's like, how you handle disappointment shows who you are. And Danny says, well, what if I'm just a cunt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that, but I think that he's so protective of his public image that he doesn't want to go out there and do that to like, and that, so that's where I'm like, yeah, is that because he has clearly created a brand around this, like, yeah, the, but the I think Danny Rick that we all saw on the show. Yes. I also think you can be both, right? Like you can have like, yeah, this yeah, is course, who you are. like we course. all have those dark moments. We all have those times where we're just not, not everything's clicking. And like, I'm just relieved that they're showing this and being like, no, listen, this happens to everybody. Like nobody is from having like a downtime or a dark time. And he even says like, you know, I'm kind of in a dark place with this right now. Like this is not something he's used to. So I'm like, I appreciate that. Um, one of the things that I was like, oh, my God, wh- wh- how did Christian Horner even get into this episode? And a, are we going to see him in every fucking oh, episode? Like, in, no, I'm like telling you, in, he's like, going to be the whole episode. I, the fact like, that we don't have Max is going to mean and like Sergio here. doesn't speak like super great English. No. So like the only person we're going to hear from on a Red Bull level is always <laughs> going to be Christian because I mean, Sergio will do interviews, but it's pretty clear that he's not as comfortable Speaking. Yeah. Even his episodes before, like they dubbed most of his, you know, yeah. his interviews. There's a point where Christian is talking to, and I don't know whom he's talking to, but he's like, why is, is Daniel having such a hard time? Like he's such a better oh, yeah. race car driver than this. And for a moment you think he's going to be like, wow, Christian, that's really nice. But it was almost like a jab of like, what the fuck's wrong what, with McLaren? If you, yeah, you know, like, or also like this guy and like, look what I did. Like I cut the dead bait or t- I got rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got rid of him. Like it was like the good move for him to take, like yeah. to cut. But then he before, says, like, that he says, and I quote, Lando's a good looking lad. Who's driving the wheels off that car. Danny's going to hate it. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. Why he knows though. such a dick. But he, he knows that Danny's going to hate it. Yes. He knows because he, he like, knows like, Danny. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate him. I don't like him at all. I don't like him either. I mean, I do think that he's a great villain. I mean, it goes back to remember when I made that, that was like my first reel I made where he yeah. sneaks up behind George <laughs> Russell and just ask, you know, just pokes at him about the Mercedes contract. And I'm like, yeah. that's when the villain of your life story shows up. And I feel like Christian Horner is the villain of so many people in F1's life stories, just yes. lurking with like his evil hands, like just, you know, looking something up. Yeah. Yeah. Being super dick. That's all he is. But again, we're not going to get any other Red Bull perspective. I mean, we'll probably get some with Sergio, but I don't anticipate getting a ton since again, he doesn't like love speaking English, (laughs) but that's, but okay. So this 
brings me to my next point is that Matteo from Ferrari oh, just decided so he doesn't I love want how to he's like I don't care. He, he doesn't, doesn't want to speak any does, English. But... Like they're like no 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 no. I'm going to do all of my interviews in Italian. Interviews in which Italian. I was telling um Dan Flex. I was like Flex. I <laughs> I feel like he would be someone who would be really great at learning Italian from because he's so articulate. Yeah. Like there is no slurring of the words. Everything is very precise in how he says it. Like it would be really easy to hear the words you're supposed to hear when he says them. So when I, when I on my Italian journey this summer, I am going you're to gonna watch. rewatch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but did you know he didn't like, he's not like somebody that was a business person that was brought in. Like he's been an engineer yeah. with the team since like 97. So he didn't start like, as like the way Toto or, you know, some of the other ones that are like more business background that come in and he's, that's not him. So yeah, I, I also I, respect it. Cause I feel like he might have like his meaning like misconstrued or something. And so it's kind of like, instead of me fumbling through this, why don't I just speak in Italian and you guys put subtitles up? I yeah, feel like Sergio's kind of the same way. Like he tries sometimes then he's like, I'm just going to speak in Spanish and you guys can figure it out. That I, I had that same conversation with my daughters. They were like, why isn't he speaking in English? He spoke in English last time. I was like, I think maybe when it's your, your, um, your native language, like, you know, the words you want to use, you don't have to try to look for the ones that's going to mm-hmm. mean the same thing. You if you're not quite sure it. if it's hitting the same way. Um, so I, I'm, I love it. I was like, this is great. I love it so much. And it just, I love it. His, his cuteness just 10 times with his cute. No, I, and I think too. again, that it's, that it's, he didn't want to get like construed or, you know, yeah have something come off the wrong way because he didn't know how to properly convey it in yeah. English. So what else? In and this it's episode very on brand for you... Ferrari. Cause he said, he's just keeping it yeah. red, keeping <laughs> like, it red. <laughs> all Italian, <laughs> all everything. Um, not enough Charles, but uh, more, you know, like a good amount of Charles, but I just, I just want an all Charles episode, all Charles all the time. We rewatched it yesterday and he just popped up on my cam on my screen. And I said, there he is. This is it. Um, (laughs) I don't remember watching Monaco this season. That must've happened before I got into F1. Yeah. It was right before, right before, because I didn't realize that he didn't even race in. Yeah. He went out in the formation lap. I was like, what? I feel like that was one of the first races I watched. Um, and it was pretty, I remember like them talking about how upsetting it was for him. So yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. That is a bummer. He's a bummer. Bon deal, man. But I'm excited to see, cause I feel like we're going to revisit this storyline, obviously farther down the road too. Cause they do love to bring it full circle on the show. Yeah, They bring, bring I, it around the lap. I wonder how many races they went to. I'd be interested to know that because yeah. they clearly bop around a lot. It wouldn't make sense for them to go to every single one. No. That'd be too expensive. Yeah. No, I definitely don't. And I think that there was even sometimes where you would see when we were watching the races, they'd be like, Netflix is here for this one. Because remember, we were even seeing like the cameras and stuff Yeah. to be like, oh, look, the, ne- the Netflix cameras are here. So I don't yeah. think that they're at every single one. No. I don't think so either. You know, they have to feel like such a wave of relief. The ones they're not there. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, Oh my God. Like, oh. <laughs> like I can take this one off. Like right. I don't have to be <laughs> worried. Yeah. And I mean, cause like, they sometimes close the doors and stuff like that. And I would be like, guys, 
This is the fourth season. Don't you know that you're still wearing your microphone? <laughs> right. Like we can still hear you. You've already contracted. So yeah. You, you can do close this. the door. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you close the door. I can still hear your microphone is on. You're having a Lisa Barlow moment. <laughs> your mic is still they were, they were having When they just, there's a couple of those that happen later in the season and you're like, Hey, you guys need to make sure you close, you take it off <laughs> yeah. or turn it off. Like, yeah. And I love it when they're like, I'm going to close the door. Private conversations aren't private. But it's like peaked. Don't like leave it open this like, much. We can see you. <laughs> I know. Um, in this one, I did. I did love that we got some good Zach. Some good Zach. Uh, Zach Brown. Yes, Zach Brown. So excited to be back with Zach. You know what is confusing to me though? They talk about how like McLaren got a U.S. investor, and so they're, they're like. In, back as like a solvent, but okay. They've got that really fancy ass facility and all this stuff. I'm like, how could you guys be like on the verge? I just don't understand all the F1. Maybe we should do an episode on that, but all the F1, um, like expenses and costs because everyone's always like five seconds away from just totally like going bankrupt. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's kind of part of it, right? Like the, that's why you need these sponsorships that have endless amounts of money, but that's how they got right. into the situation to begin with. Because like back in the day when you had all of that tobacco sponsorship, like that was just, yeah. they were just printing money. Like there was no limit right. with this. So like, yeah. that's why the they did have not exist. this lifestyle. Um, and now that they have it, they're like, well, we can't go backwards. That's nope, not going to do that. Um, it's it's just wild that like we saw that episode last season or two seasons ago or whatever, where they go to the incredible McLaren campus and you're like, how can this thing be like on the verge of, you know, not collapse, but like not being able to you field spend a team. Like, how are you that yeah. close to the edge? And then like, how are these play these players, these drivers making so much money, but then we're like almost <laughs> about to like, I just, it, the whole That's money that. thing, Doing accounting for one of these teams has got to be as someone who just, you know, went through my accounts receivable, you know, all that for my taxes for our right. business. And I'm like, could you imagine for like a Formula One team? No, I, I could never. I think I've read that it's a, like it's somewhere between like 150 to 200 million dollars a year that they spend in F1, like per team. And that's with like facilities, cars, right. fuel, tires, caps, not caps, uh, like salary caps, um, like but you also think there's, you know, how many people are back in the factory working at the factory? Like they have to get right. paid money too. So like it's, you know, there's but also like, how, what is this? What is the, um, like pay out the share of like sky sports and like all the licensing, like, how does that all, you know, there's like all these levels, obviously sports, we need to have, that's when we should have our, you know, our girl yeah. on to talk about we'll talk like about, all this licensing and all that stuff. Yeah. There's, um, uh, a gentleman that I met in Indy that, runs uh like motorsport racing conglomerate we'll have him on and he can talk us through all that kind of stuff because he would have a good pulse of like why does it cost so much money <laughs> like I mean, where does this money right, go because i understand it in like college sports like they have all those huge tv contracts so then they split the money among the schools like is that the way same it works in f1 like how, how i need i need well so many Zach questions actually makes a great point he's like the difference between like third and fourth place in the constructors cup money the yeah. difference between tens to you know tens of millions of dollars so it's like wow like every point like anytime you get in the points you're getting paid so anytime oh okay 
um, anytime. So you, when your drivers are hitting in there, you're getting. Yeah, okay, that's when. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, so they're okay. like, ah. So if you come in 11th, they're like, oh, so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Super pissed. Well, that's like when you crash and you don't finish in the points and you crash the car. I mean, that is a one to punch. Because there was a comment that um, Lando made. He's like, I've never crashed a car. Oh, Daniel was like, you've been here for three years and you've never crashed a car. And they all like kind of like whip their heads around. Like, are you going to even the PR girl? Is like, she's like uh, I forget but, what her name is, but she's a star. Yeah, she is. She's like the one that has to wrangle in Lando, and she's like, this motherfucker's head is too big to fit in the goddamn door. Like, get him out. Um, but I, I don't know. No, he was like, well, that one time, like, <laughs> I, I, I hit the nose, and they're like, and that's a crash. That's a crash. And then, you know, that was the nose. And like, and you ended up in the wall. And he's like, yeah. And they all look at each other like, yeah, motherfucker. Well, they were like, crash. your tires hit, right? They're like, your tires hit the wall. And I feel like that's the that's the like delineation of if it's the crash or not, like yeah. if it goes into your tires or whatever, but yeah. I was like, oh. I guess he's saying he's just never had to have a full car rebuilt. Well, you know, I know he can't have a crystal ball, but you got a big one coming Lando. you got a big <laughs> one coming. And you know what I'm going to be doing on that Does episode? This, this right here. You come for my boy. Does I'm this come mean for you. You don't feel bad about the one where he comes in second, the race where he's like, where he, uh, where was it, was it British Grand Prix last season where he at the very end gets beat by Lewis? Does that mean you don't feel bad for him? Nope. <laughs> I didn't realize that Lando would be your new villain. Don't you even have some Lando merch? My daughter does. I have a Lando have on my tree and my daughter has a sweatshirt. Um, but no, I've got a Actually, shirt. They both have little trading cards. They both got Lando and but they got the McLaren, so it has both drivers on it, which is fine. Um, I just didn't expect. But you're so that. you're such a team McLaren girl. I do love McLaren. Listen, I'm just I am a loyalist. OK, so if you come for somebody that I am loyal to, I will cut you at the knees. <laughs> like, <laughs> and destroy. But that's a hard pill for you to swallow that you are a team McLaren kind of gal and you're just totally you're turned on Lando now do you think he has do you think he can redeem himself this season or are you just you're writing him off I don't I think now I'm just going to be looking at him through a different lens and I think now I I'm going to have like the the heart eyes like smudged off of my lenses and I'd be like yeah wait a minute what did you just say wow Lando okay okay you're just not as innocent as I thought you were and that's fine like well I think he has the same issue I think he has the same issue that Max Verstappen has that he's young and like doesn't really get there's like, a difference. The to... Max hasn't cared from day one, which I have a lot of respect. I have more respect for that because that yeah. is at least in line with who you aren't trying to be. Like you're trying to be this yeah. and that's what you're leaning into. Lando I agree with I you on this. Is like, eh, you know, I want people to think I'm this, but really I'm this. And that's where I'm like, I have a hard time connecting with that type of uh, personality. No, I, I totally, I'm fully in agreement with you on that because he does try and act one way and yeah, but I do think the immaturity level is the same thing that we kind of discussed with Max. I also think immaturity when like, and then you're able to like, you're given like a shit ton of money and you're immature doesn't, um, ability to become a mature person. Like well, and he, he's also, but he's from a wealthy family. So I feel like he yes. just got the keys to the car and like he, now he's alone, you know, like he's, 
can yeah. do whatever you want. I do what but I want now. You can do what so. you want, but there's been nobody or like there's been no life situations that humble you because you right. haven't had to like really want for anything. Um, and I've always thought like the never underestimate the power of a want because it's a very powerful motivator. And if you you're like, well, I want that, but I can just buy it is way different than wanting it and having to earn it. Yeah. And that's, I think maybe that's where I disconnect with Lando. No, I can understand. Yeah. I agree with that. I understand that. I mean, I think that he obviously wants to win and he he learns like, you know, in the course of the last season, he learned like, you can't, Mm -hmm. you can't just sail to that, you know, even if it looks like you're going to sometimes life has other plans. Life has other plans. Yeah. Well, this was a great start. I'm excited for this, this recaps. I'm excited for the 2022 season. Coming up, I'm excited guys. for more shade to be thrown at Danny Rick. <laughs> just going to be over here with my umbrella all season long, fending it off, fending it up. Fine. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Dodging shit. I just hope Dodging that you're right. here all season uh, dropping some more. That's what she said comments because we really kicked things off on oh my a gosh. Thank God for editing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm jazz. I would be interested if like people are consuming drive to survive, like in, if they're trying to spread it out, if they're binging, I don't Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch the whole season like four times. So yeah, I've already seen episode two, three times. Oh, wow. Yeah. I saw it by myself once and then I walked in on Dan watching it. So I stopped there and watched it with yeah. him and then I rewatched it yesterday so I could take notes. So I feel very strong about my feelings because I've had three times <laughs> I'm like, did I overreact? I'm like, nope, sure didn't. <laughs> nope. You're, she's like, I've really settled in with my thoughts and feelings on this episode multiple times. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you were going to recap the whole season, so stay tuned. We're also going to be coming back to you for a uh, episode later this week to talk about Bahrain, our first race of the season. So exciting. I know. I can't wait. Um, I can't, we got it. I will say in, in drive to survive, I think it's episode one. We got a little sneak peek at Tiffany. I can't wait to see Tiff on the grid. <laughs> Have you seen that episode yet? No, I haven't seen that episode yet. I think that's the next one that I have to watch. I can't wait. Call me. Call me when you watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I will. Um, Mostly I love when the wags just make a little pop in because I feel like they're kind of Easter eggs. Like, if you know, if you know, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like our episode really set set some people up for success on on their wag spotting because I have gotten a couple messages like, did you see Charlotte? I'm like, of course. (laughs) Um. But yeah, I feel like after, you know, our full year of deep dives and learning more that it's, I just have a much more solid knowledge base to bring to these. It's like we get to episodes. Exactly. We're watching many things unfold, not just the racing. So many things. (laughs) So many things. Mostly I appreciate that they're going to give us so much Gunther this season. And that's really what the people want. God, I cannot wait to talk about the Gunther episode. Oh my God, the good episode. I can't wait to. All right. Well, until then, please come and leave your comments about what you're thinking about Drive to Survive and follow us over at F1 Push Push on Instagram. Please rate or review, share this with your friends that you've just convinced to binge watch mm-hmm. DTS because you know that it's up in that Netflix queue for people. So tell them to press play 
and then to come over and do the recaps with us. So they get that little bit of, they get a little spice, a little extra, a little extra. It's like a little topping. It's yes. a special sauce. <laughs> Uh, yes, but if you would leave us a review, I'll be happier than me seeing Gunter on my screen again. <laughs> It'll be a, a sweet, sweet gift. And until next time, push, push.